What's up? What's up? What's up? Good afternoon. Good people. It's your boy TC with another episode of CS Files. Common Sense Files. Because common sense ain't, ain't necessarily common. Um, we'll give a few of you time to chime in. Today you guys are going to roll with me as you have in the past and day in the life of TC. But I'll tell you, if you're concerned about me driving today, your boy is legal because he got his co-pilot over here making some things happen. Uh, we going to allow the co-pilot to might even chime in on a couple of these topics since these topics do include the partnership of marriage. Uh, I'm excited today to talk about some things that are personal to me uh, and many of you um, and uh, for the most part share with you my thoughts around family in general um, and more importantly share my thoughts around the mindset of a man. Now I am not speaking on behalf of all men. Uh, I'm giving you a perspective coming from yours truly uh, and because I've been a man all my life I might know a little something about being a man um, today's topics though are going to include the following married with children and the secret to survival okay <laughs> some of us uh, have fared better than others in this area uh, my second topic is uh, what a man wants versus what a man needs. This should be interesting. Once again, this is my perspective. Doesn't mean that every man on here will agree, including your husband or spouse or significant other. And then ultimately, I'm going to share with you my thoughts around the mind of a man. Once again, I've been a man my whole life. I might be able to tell you something that may line up with someone in your life. So with uh, with that, uh, we are definitely excited to jump right into this. I want to see who I got already chiming in. Of course, my number one fan, my Aunt Dorothy is out there. Hey, Aunt Dorothy. She says, hi, Connie. So she's, she's trying to pay attention to the road. This is my designated driver today so I can stay legal in Georgia. Um, so I see old cousin Ray is out there, my boy uh, Roy from Israel, and Kosha, and my boy Lynn, and Steph. Good to see, uh, good to see you guys on uh, on the stream. Uh, if you are tuning in for the first time, this is nothing more than you know, thirty minutes to an hour of TC uh, imparting the little knowledge that I've been afforded to have in life, <laughs> attempting to share what it is I know, not what necessarily I think with others, um, and really just uh, a little bit of freelancing with me on a Saturday. Uh, I do this show now every Saturday at 3 p.m. The goal of it is just that, to collaborate, share with you guys my thoughts on particular topics, more of an editorial, if you will, in terms of my 
uh, you know, position on uh, these topics and uh, to let you hang out with me for the day, you know. Um, today we are on the road, um, believe it or not, beginning to do a little house hunting. Um, we're kicking out all the kids and adding 2,000 square feet to the house. Sound like somebody else I know in, Dorothy. Um, so <clears throat> today we're out just taking a look at some, some things up north of the house here. Lots of development happening up this way. Um, and yeah, just really beginning to look at, you know, some of the final stages of, of, of just this marriage and children saga or chapter in our lives. Uh, a lot of our friends think we're crazy for buying a bigger house, but I disagree. Um, and I have an uncle and aunt who have proved to me that there is great value in that. And so uh, we're out starting some of the initial phases of that is it something that we want to kind of get closed up this year but in the process of hanging out with us um, uh, we're going to talk about these subjects and uh, love to hear from you guys have you chime in for those that would like to share in video um, definitely we'll attempt to bring somebody on to comment as well and uh, we'll see how it goes from there uh, the goal here is hopefully this helps somebody you know I'm going to be as transparent as possible with you and uh, share with you what I know and not what I think. And, and maybe this will uh, impact somebody else's life or give somebody somebody else another perspective on this. Uh, bear with me as I'm gonna guide my co-pilot to this uh, first development in, in, in the process of this. That's what you're doing, honey. Uh, so let's just talk about marriage with children and the survival tactics. So, First of all, you're witnessing real-world marriage here, right? We are out on a typical Saturday, like many of you guys, doing what you do. Paying bills, you know, doing whatever that is. You know, we, we've got this house project that we needed to kind of get kicked off, so we're out here, you know, trying to get some of that going. Um, but the whole concept of marriage, I think, is one that uh, has so many facets to it. Um, I think the first thing to recognize... Uh, is that it is as individual as the people in it. Um, I say that because many times people go into marriage thinking that there's this set, you know, rule or set way that it has to be done. Um, I can tell you after 36 years of marriage that that is not the case. And that it is truly an individual uh, agreement upon two people. And whatever it is you and your spouse decide to agree upon is the foundation of your marriage. And that's why you have to be careful looking at other people's marriage and wishing and hoping that the pieces of it that you're allowed to see would be you. Or hoping and wishing that, oh, if my spouse would just act like that, that life would be better. So know that marriage is an individual thing, as individual as the people that are in it. It is an institution that is critical to the survival of family. Here, here's a point that I really want to make. You know, we've gotten to a place now to where we, you know, marriage ain't a big deal. You know, we just do what we do. We, you know, we have kids, you know, we just, we just keep it moving. Not a big deal. Um, I do believe in the foundation and the institution, and I just want to speak to the fact that there are great benefits, 
not only to the individuals in it, but to the children that are a product of it. There are great benefits uh, in terms of the laws of the land. <laughs> There's benefits financially or tax-wise in having uh, dependents. We all know what that's about. But there are just bigger benefits in terms of being married, in terms of just being a healthy individual. Now, when someone chooses to get married, I'm not here to even begin speaking on that. I can first of all attest that we did it way too early. And because of that, I've scared all my children to death and don't nobody want to get married now. But the real fact of the matter is there are great benefits to it and it is something that I think if we go into understanding and knowing that there are um, uh, differences of opinions of what it should be, not only with external forces, but within your marriage, that the, the real key to it is, is, is as quick as possible understanding what the uh, relationship is truly all about. Um, I will give any of you a tidbit in terms of one of the things that uh, let me, I'm going to give you a couple of things that have worked for me and, and particularly in, in our marriage, which is the first thing that I would recommend. I've had people say, how did you do this so long, yada, yada. Uh, first of all, I ain't been all peaches and cream. You know, I divorced and remarried this woman. OK, secondly, the beauty of really figuring out that this is the person for you is, first of all, understanding that it has nothing to do with the things that you have in common right i hear people all the time talk about you know oh this is the perfect person this is you know oh we soulmates you know we we do everything together we want to do the same things we you know all of that you know that's great but that's not what'll get you 36 years in the game Right? What you have in common is not what gives you longevity. It's the things that you don't have in common that you learn to live with, that you learn to get over, that you learn to uh, give someone a pass on. That's what gets you longevity. What you have in common is what gets you married, and what you don't have in common is what keeps you married. Right? Very different, and a lot of folks have a tendency to believe that it is the things that we do that are alike in a marriage that really make the marriage. And I would I would disagree uh, wholeheartedly that those are the wonderful things that make up a relationship, but the real key to it is getting beyond all the differences and loving people through that place and basically accepting people for who they are each step of the way. Each step of the way is a key point here. Uh, recently, we were chatting with some friends about marriage, and my wife uh, agreed that I've probably been married to about six or seven women in this time, right? Because people change. And she has equally been married to about 15 guys during this time because people change. And in each step of this process, we are different people in this marriage. And so that requires being flexible and growing with an individual so that you are able to, um, 
you know, expand to the next level because we as humans don't stay the same. We're constantly growing, we're constantly evolving, and ultimately it is a necessary thing that we change in order to truly have healthy growth. And so therefore in a marriage, you have to change with them and you end up being married to multiple people. Uh, so I'll tell guys, it ain't greener on the other side, just hang in there, you'll get a new wife soon, right? <laughs> and women, uh, the same hang in there. You'll get a new husband soon because we grow, right? Um, it's been an interesting journey. Uh, I, I highly uh, recommend the institution. Uh, does not come without um, painstaking work and development, but it is the best relationship that you'll ever have in life. Not only that, there's some great benefits. You know, we live long. Guys, you live longer. Uh, as a married man than you do a single man. There's a lot of great health benefits in that. Uh, I think that probably goes for both uh, folks in that respect, that there is great value in that. Um, it has been an interesting time, uh, I think, for us, as with many of you. And in doing that, I've learned a lot of uh, amazing things. Um, one of the things that I learned is that... <clears throat> when we talk about the institution of marriage and family, um, that they are two separate things. You know, there was a time when I thought what I did for my family, I was doing also for my marriage. And uh, my wife taught me that that is not the case. What we do for our family is what we do for family. What you do for your marriage is something separate. And it took me a minute on that because, you know, we planned these great vacations and trips and, and it was all of us. And I'm thinking, you know, boy, I'm doing great things for the marriage. And uh, she quickly let me know, no, that was for the family. And what you do for the marriage is between you and your spouse. So don't confuse those things. I did that for many years under the impression that I was doing these great things for our marriage when actually a lot of that I was doing for our family. Not a bad thing, but you still haven't uh, you know, done what was necessary for the health of the marriage. So please know that the two are very different. Um, so Matt is basically commenting on the actual uh, growth here, right? So he's saying, you know, there are times when one doesn't grow at the same pace as the other. Absolutely correct, Matt which goes to the point of the fact that you're going to have to love people through a place or you're going to have to be patient with a person as they grow uh, because we grow at different levels. We know that women mature faster than men in most cases. Um, and, and a lot of that has to do with just how they're wired, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit as well. But uh, absolutely, growing at different paces has a lot to do with it, and, and uh, that, that is a, a critical, critical part of it. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about is, is just the, the family aspect uh, of, of married with children. Um, marriage in and of itself, as we've just mentioned, is, uh, is a unique institution that requires some, uh, as Kosha says, some unconditional love and and, and absolutely some commitment at levels probably above anything else in your life. But cheering is a whole nother thing, right? As the old folks say, cheering. Yeah, I don't know how they say that. I don't know how you spell cheering. But uh, children bring a whole nother dimension 
to our marriages and to our family. You know, they are the, the, the future and they're, they're our biggest blessings and we get all that. Uh, but if I would probably give the number one advice to raising children, um, it would probably be beat your kids. Just, just beat them, right? <laughs> just beat your kids on a regular basis and then if you don't catch them in something you will already have beaten them so just beat your kids right um don't beat your kids y'all <laughs> i think that first of all beating your children is not the message of the day it's disciplining your children uh i think for so many years we've taken that strictly as one way and uh, <laughs> and and it's really not about that it's really about discipline your children I think somebody said once you know either you discipline them or the law will um, but discipline is a necessary component of loving your children and those who do not get that suffer uh, in so many ways in life not only in the in their early years, but in their latter years, as the lack of discipline will affect them in so many different areas. Um, I, I can tell you that I've been relatively blessed that out of all of my children, I've never had anybody just do anything really crazy, right? Yep, they've all been kids, they've made mistakes, they've you know, they've they've tried things that wasn't necessarily in their best interest. Um, but, but the simple fact of the matter is, uh, through discipline, they all turned out pretty good, right? Uh, equally, you know, we came from a time where literally getting a beating was a part of that equation. And I don't think I came out too bad, you know, other than this little twitch I got, you know, from getting hit with a house shoe or two. But, um, no, I mean, I, I think it was good for us in that day and I think that what's happened is we've figured out better ways of providing discipline to our children and it is a necessary component of loving them right disciplining is about loving them there are many aspects of that and I've actually taken some notes I wanted to make sure I didn't fail to give you guys some imparting thoughts on that first and foremost um, I think the most critical thing that we can do as parents is talk to our children um, and you know that's an area for me that I've had to learn it was never about talking to them I had to learn how not to talk at them so I'm a talker and I've been talking my whole life but what I've learned over you know the past years is that I could have done a better job talking to them versus talking at them you know, I recently had a situation with one of my kids where I had to really kind of go back because I think I came at them from that perspective and what they really wanted was for me to talk to them and not talk at them. You know, so it, it's a constant learning thing, right? I'm far from perfect, so I'm not here to set some foundation like I got this thing figured out by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but but that that is one that I know uh, should be the foundation and uh, it, it sounds easy, but what I find is that in a lot of households, that's not happening. You know, that just sounds like the basics, like we should all be doing that. That, that, that is not happening. That's not happening when I talk to people about that subject, when I talk to, to students, 
or young people about that subject, that 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 isn't happening at the rate that it should. Um, because I'm a talker and a planner, and you know, we 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 we, we try to institutionalize things with our kids, such as family meetings. You know, I treated uh, you know time with the with the kids like like the business. You know, if if business required meetings in order to have discussions about you know topics and and and, and next steps. Uh, we decided to, to enforce that at the house. And so we, we began having Saturday meetings when the girls were young to just discuss what was going on. And I mean, we literally sat at the table like a real meeting. And every Saturday, everybody kind of, you know, had an opportunity to speak on what was going on in their world. And for us, it was a great opportunity to catch up and just listen and hear what was happening. So, you know, treat your family like an important business if you're raising children. Have family meetings, real meetings every Saturday noon. Everybody in the family room, we're gonna talk for an hour. Real real simple, right? You'd be amazed at what comes out of those kinds of conversations. Um, but I, I, I wanna remind you that parenting is forever. Uh, and I say that to anybody who has ever said, I can't wait today 18 and get out of here. Uh, you might as well get over that, right? Uh, my oldest child is 37. I got 37 down to 20. Ain't nobody stopped being parenting, right? We, we, are, we are parenting all of them. We're just doing it in a different way, right? So know and trust that parenting is forever. There is no, he's flagging you to come on through. There is no, when they're 18, they're done. That's the mail truck. Y'all gotta see this mail truck. Y'all gotta. This the mail truck, y'all. She just put stickers on her own Jeep and is out delivering the mail. For real? Yeah, we in Georgia. They 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 do different stuff down here. I ain't seen a mailman in a uniform yet. They just walk up to the house. This girl walked up to the house yesterday in yoga pants with a package. I was wondering where she got the package. So I looked out and saw the mail truck was in front of the house. That's just how we roll down here. Um, I lost my train of thought. Parenting is forever. Um, as we think about parenting, uh, there are stages of parenting that I want to basically speak to, and some of you may agree or not. But parenting takes on stages depending on the ages of your children. So I think initially we start out as providers, right? We're providing everything that they need be it mothers providing milk and fathers providing financial support. Then we transition into these protectors as we start getting ready to send them out into the world, sending them to school. You know, we want to make sure they're safe. Uh, and then we, uh, as we let them loose a little bit, we end up having to be somewhat disciplinarians as we begin trying to tap them back onto the right road as they get out and start expressing themselves and finding friends and wanting to do their own things. Um, and then as they get a little older, many of us find ourselves into this friendship relationship, right? Um, some of that is good, some of that is bad, but we do. And from there, I think the final stages that I'm finding in parenting is counselor, right? It's trusted advisor. It's this place that you get with adult children now who, if you've done a good job with the other areas, you get to be their counselor. Now, if things didn't go so right in the first 
part of the the relationship, you have to work very hard at earning earning the ability, the right to be counselor. So counselor is where we are at, I think with most of our children. Um, it's a good place, you know, it's a place to where you get to share your learnings with them. It's, it's a place to where they're old enough now to really care about what you're saying. Uh, they're old enough now to, to take what your life experiences were and use them. And, uh, I'm enjoying that, that space. I'm enjoying being able to impart because they want to know versus telling them, what they need to know because that's just part of, of development, right? So it's been a good place uh, for me personally. I think my wife would agree. Um, counseling, uh, being counselor, right? Um, I, I, honey, I, I don't want to just totally leave you out. I know we're looking at these houses, but you driving, honey? I need you to just, y'all see my beautiful wife? She is driving me around today. I don't know where we're at. Did you see anything worth stopping? No. Oh, house is too close. Yeah, I'm trying to be. I'm trying. I'm. I'm not trying to be next door to nobody no more. Right? I'm like, I need some room. Stretch. I might want to walk out in the backyard butt naked. I can't. I can't have people looking over the fence. I'm. I'm to that point now. I'm. I'm like whatever. So uh, yeah, we we trying to get a little space. I might want to do a Parliament's Funkadelics party in the backyard with the spaceship. And uh, I, I just, I can't have people tripping about that. So, you know, we're going to see how that go. They may not like me when I move in, but hey, it's all good. Um, so as we continue on our journey out here today, I want to talk about my next subject, um, which is what, what a man wants versus what a man needs um you know this is again from from my perspective from the perspective of uh a man and more importantly learning over the years what we probably want versus what we need um i think it is an interesting um, concept as we talk about the differences between men and women and maybe I should start there because you know we we, we heard a, a fascinating position on the mind of men and women and I think if I first talk about that it may help when I talk about why we want what we want versus necessarily what we need so let's first talk about the mind of a man right there are many people who have written written all kinds of cool things on the differences between men and women. You know, men are from Venus and women are from Mars or however that one went. And there's just a variety of uh, opinions out there as to why we are the way we are. And I think that, you know, much of them have good, solid foundation and are probably accurate in some shape, form or fashion. But I'm going to share with you the, the, the teaching and the thought that was given to us some time ago at a marriage counseling or uh, marriage seminar that I think personally has defined the mind of a man and a woman better than anything I've ever, ever heard. And uh, I continue to embrace it um, in not only learning about myself, but women in general. 
and uh, it, it continues to be something that I think will help others as well. So, you know, the first thing that we have to think about uh, with men and women is that we are very different people, right? We're very different creatures, if you will. God made us uh, in a very different manner, and, and therefore, we don't always think the same. Um, I think the number one rule to remember when we talk about the mind of a man and a woman is that first and foremost, they are different. Um, I think without taking a biology class, you know, we would all probably agree we know something is, is very different when it comes to how men think and how women think. And so with that, I think that the first thing you need to know is that there are absolutely differences, maybe not physically, but psychologically and mentally, um, there is a major difference. And here's what they are. The mind of a man is very much like a storage room in your basement, right? In your storage room is a room, hopefully, full of boxes that have been compartmentalized throughout this room to store stuff. And, you know, if we were to open up the brain of a man, this is what we would see. A room full of compartments, very much sealed compartments, compartments that don't talk to one another, but individual compartments. And in that place for a man is where a man functions, thinks, and reasons. And so therefore, when men have the ability to do things and shut things off, it is because we function by going into a box. We can deal with the relationship by literally opening up that box. And when that box is closed, we can shift gears and go to something else. We can maintain a level of focus because we're in a box at that time. And then when we're done with whatever that task is, we can shift gears and go to a different box. We can go into a box of nothingness, nothing, right? So ladies, the next time you ask your husband, what you thinking about? And he says, nothing, that's just what he mean, nothing. He is in the nothing box. There ain't no secrets, ain't nothing running around in his head. He is sitting there watching the TV, watch him, and he really is thinking about nothing. Why? Because he's in the nothing box. So this compartmentalized thinking that men have allow us to be men, right? If you think about the early, you know, uh, creation of men, you know, we were hunters and gatherers, you know. We, we, we couldn't be emotionally tied to too many things. We had to just go out, do what we had to do, and, and, and get back. And, and wherever we were at, we were in that box. We weren't caught up thinking about the hunt. We weren't caught up thinking about the family. When you're into the hunt, you're into the hunt. And when you're in the family, you're into the family. That's how early man survived and was able to do what he did. Otherwise, he would be so fearful in leaving the family that he'd never get anything done. And so that allowed early man to develop in the way he did. This is the exact same way we function as military personnel or even law enforcement, right? Works great in policing too. Here's my boy, Lynn Carr, Detective Lynn Carr commenting to this. When you think about what men are tasked with in a military environment, how do you think you can get a platoon of young men to take a mountain with machine guns firing back at them? That's about compartmentalized thinking. 
if they were caught up in thinking about their mama and their girlfriends and the babies, nobody would run to the mountain. Nobody. But because we are built that way, we can put ourselves in one place and that's all that exists. And so this compartmentalized thinking has allowed men to do the things that we do. Good, bad, or indifference, that's who we are. So let's take a second look at how the mind of a woman works. And a lot of confusion with men trying to understand women and women trying to understand men come from this very concept. So if we cut open the head of a woman and uh, you know took the weave off and then took the cranium off, right? Lay the weave to the side. Don't just drop the weave on the floor, y'all. Lay the weave to the side. And then take the head off, okay? You would see a mind, of course, biologically it looks just like ours. But what's really happening there is as we are compared to a storage room, hopefully with boxes that are, you know, at least compartmentalized, and we go in and out of those boxes in our thinking patterns, women would be compared to, if you've got a multimedia entertainment center that looks brilliantly positioned and put together up front, if you go behind it, you will find five billion wires, power outlets, signaling, cables, just a whole lot of wiring all put together to make that brilliant TV and surround sound system work perfectly. That's the mind of a woman. They are wired, fully connected, fully in touch, Six cents, seven cents, eight cents. They got all kinds of stuff going on while we over here in a box. They're thinking about past, present, and future in real time, simultaneously. They thinking about the kids, work, and you while they cooking. They are the originators of multitasking because they are wired that way. They are emotional, they are logical, they are all those things in one simultaneously. They have that ability. But the downside of that is they don't forget nothing. This is why you can be in an argument with your better half and she can remember something in 1963 and wanna slap you about it. This is why they feel in places we don't feel because they're fully wired you know my, my wife can meet a friend of mine for the first time and say he ain't right from jump street she can feel past present future and all that in an individual simply by being in their presence that's that's their wiring that's the the intelligence and intuitiveness of a woman and and it is it is far beyond the way our brains process. And so the beauty in those two models is together, those are incredible forces. Strength and, and endurance and, and fearfulness with intelligence and, and, and uh, the ability to process at lightning speed and, and all of those things coming together for, for two people in a marriage 
you can do some amazing stuff, right? And, and it's also why we need to cherish the differences. Stop trying to make your spouse like you. Um, I, I'll steal another line from this, this great speaker who said, women, if, if what you want in a man is someone that is sensitive and, and kind and always open to speaking to me and hears me and um, thinks about me and is sensitive and is always willing to be there for me and with me. He said, you're not looking for a man. You're looking for a girlfriend, right? We're not wired that way. Doesn't mean that we can't be those things, right? But we're not wired that way. And so ultimately, those are the things that simply make us different, but it's not a bad thing. It's a strength. It's a strength when you understand that, whew, glad she has skills that I don't have. And hopefully they're saying, I'm glad he got skills I don't have, right? Who's getting up in the middle of the night when, when, you, when the front window breaks downstairs and you think somebody in the house? Who, who's doing that? Probably the guy that can get into a compartment in his head and simply go downstairs and handle business. Not the woman who is going to think about the 50 million ways something down there can hurt her, right? At the same time, who is basically rearing children, understanding the nature of the child's intellect, understanding their passions and their strengths and their weaknesses, and simultaneously managing a household and a marriage and never forgetting what each individual in the house needs. That ain't a man. Not without the help of a woman who can feel all of that simultaneously. So we are very differently designed humans by design. So stop trying to make your wife a dude and stop trying to make your man a woman. If she was more like me, if she was more like you, she'd be a dude. And if he was more like me, if he was more like you, he'd be your girlfriend. So let's embrace the differences and understand how important they are for creating not only a healthy marriage, but a healthy family. All of those traits are needed to rear healthy children. All of those traits are needed to rear a healthy family and to be able to basically make sure that a family has all the things that it needs. Two heads are better than one. I don't care what y'all say in terms of, you know, wanting to have children and do whatever you do. If you are trying to raise a family, two parents are better than one. Now, it's some amazing single women out there. My hat goes off to you if I had one on. Not knocking your hustle. Love the fact that women have stepped up. But I think if you put some serious thought into how this thing was developed, you would embrace the fact that two parents are better than one. I don't personally believe it was designed to be run by one person. I don't. I, I, I don't. Um, you know, my mom for a period of time did the single. My mom did the single parent thing with a man in the house. Let me just put it out there. Right. Some of y'all doing some of that. And uh, that ain't a good thing either. That goes both ways. It might be some great dads out there doing some single parenting with, a, with, a, with half a woman in the house. It works best when both parents 
our parenting and involve in a family. Now, we in modern day, so we do that through a variety of ways. We have blended families. I have a blended family. We do that with uh, uh, children that live in different states and they got co-parenting rights, all of that. Uh, again, how you do it, that's based on your individual story. That you do it is what is critical. How you do it is based on your story. That you do it is critical. Dual parenting, I think, is the foundation for healthy families and children, without a doubt. Honey, would you agree? Would you like to? Would you like to parent by yourself? Uh, any? It not at all. No, not not a not a good look. And uh, like I said, nobody should have to take on the full burden and impact of that. Um, so. I want to talk a little bit in the next 15 minutes about my thoughts on the mind. Oh, no. What a man wants versus what a man needs. And um, this is an area that could be subjective. So, uh, again, I'm not speaking for all men. But um, I'm going to take something from Miles Monroe who spoke everything that I have been thinking recently uh, in a session where he talked about the difference between what a man wants or needs versus what a woman wants and needs. Uh, what's good, Mr. Ricky Knight? We haven't church without having church, Ricky. <laughs> um, so when we talk about the, the actual needs of a man, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to speak from a position of being a man my whole life, and I think most men would agree. The number one thing that men need is respect. The number one thing that a man needs is respect. Not love, ladies. That's a tough one. Not love. Respect. Um, to the contrary, the number one thing that a woman needs absolutely is love and security. Um, we are built differently. We've just described some of the ways. But more importantly, as a man, these are areas that we must embrace and ensure that we not only understand ourselves, but we understand the needs of our spouse. And so when we talk about the needs of a man from a respect perspective, I'm not talking about to respect a man who, first of all, does not respect you. I got four daughters. Respect is earned, right? You don't just get it because you got a title, because you got some money, you know, none of the above. It's an earned thing, but it is a necessary thing to complete a man. Um, a man who is only loved by a woman and not respected by a woman will probably not stay with that woman. And so women, if you're not respecting a man, but you're claiming you're loving him, you're probably not gonna get a lot of years out of that situation. Uh, a man interprets respect as love. So I think you need to understand that. If you understand that respecting a man to him is love, then why you choose to respect him changes. I think the other thing we need to talk about is what does respect really mean? 
And again, I'm not talking about kissing the ground that a sorry man walks on. I'm not talking about respecting a man out of fear. I'm talking about a respecting a man who has paid the dues to be the man, the father, the husband in your life. And then knowing what it is that keeps him going is the respect factor. To respect a man is to speak highly of. To respect a man is to hold in high regards. To respect a man is to praise him. That's a tough one for a lot of people. Praise him. What this? This nigga ain't done all that. Just what the? Praise him. You would be amazed at what you can get out of a man that you praise. Let me just tell y'all personally. Praise meaning to give thanks for the things that a man does in the duties of being a good man. To give thanks, again, so, so men, you got to do something to get praised. <laughs> yeah, ain't nothing to thank you for if you ain't doing nothing. Um, it is about understanding what that does to a man, but equally understanding that as men, that is also an earned compliment, if you will. It is an earned place for you to develop and have a woman then praise you for the things that you have earned the right to be praised for. I say it because traditionally, it may not be the first thing that, that women wanna do, but I'm telling you from the mind of the man that it is a thing that makes him tick. It is a thing that will get him to do more for you, knowing that a woman respects, praises, holds in high regards and speaks highly of that 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 is the woman in your in your underneath your wing go ahead go ahead praise means to speak well of my wife said that is the definition to speak well of that's good to admire or endure adore okay to speak well of which is kind of like praise team right Right, same word, praise. So that's the same thing that we do that we do to God in terms of a praise ministry. Um, and and again, I say these things because this is biblical. You know, this is Ephesians five where it talks about men love your wives. Right? This is God commanding man who he built. He knew what woman needed. Love your wives. Wives respect your husband. I built man. I know what he needs. So I'm giving you I'm giving you the I'm giving you the answers to the test if you want this guy to act right. Guys, if you want that thing that you're learning for, more reasons why we need to do what we need to do in order to get it, right? Do not expect on both sides to have those things happen if you haven't done your part. More importantly, as we receive those things, it should be ammunition to do more in the areas that cause someone to love us more, that cause someone to respect us more. It is a cyclical thing that is highly desired 
I think just by the core of who we are as men and women. Um, as we look, I like this neighborhood, honey. Um, my wife been messing around and, and rolled up into something, y'all. Um, let y'all let y'all see where we at. No, I ain't. Cause I, well, let me see. I started playing with cameras last week, and, and the whole feed was gone. So there we go. We got a little space of some properties here. Um, so yeah, the, the, that 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 is the the grand total of, of really my thoughts this week. You know, hopefully that helps somebody. Um, this is an area that I think we can all continuously do better. Um, nobody ever arrives at perfecting marriage, perfecting raising a family um, <laughs> men never perfect being men women never perfect being women these are just some baseline things that simply make us who we are and I think as with anything that which you don't understand you will abuse okay that which you don't understand you will abuse anything if I gave you a very valuable piece of equipment that you didn't understand you will probably mess it up if I gave you if I gave you money before it was your time, you would probably mess it up. Likewise, if you don't understand who you are as a man, who a woman is as a woman, you will probably abuse that which you don't understand. So, uh, also as the Bible said, in and all you're getting, get understanding, right? Um, so, with that, I want to open this up real quick as we continue to scout some neighborhoods here. Um, last week I figured out something, y'all. I figured out how to bring people in live, but I also figured out you can only do this with one person at a time. So, uh, I'd like to tap on a couple of these. I'd love to hear from my boy Matthew. Now listen, if y'all having bad hair days, Matt, you done cut yours off. You should be good. Get your hat ready in the event I tap to bring your camera online. But uh, let me see if I can add some people. Matt Bear, you talk to me live, man. Let me see if now you might not know how to connect this thing up either. Last week we were able to play with this a little bit. And maybe you have to send me a request, but I look at you. I'm here. Already, I'm here. I forgot. You got some skills. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I got them from you. Okay. I learned now, from you. That's what I'm talking about. Help a brother out, because <laughs> I was lost last week. <laughs> What's good, Mr. Barry? Oh, man, nothing much, man. Look here, I, I was headed home, and I, I saw this store, and I said, let me go in here and grab my grandson something and take it to him, and then I'll go home. <laughs> yeah. How, how did that last? Hey. You still out trying to get some stuff? I am. <laughs> that cape you no know, short run <laughs> no man never never man you know all i have is one man and, okay man I, I i spoiled him to death man i know the feeling got one i know how that is that's a beautiful thing yeah. so how's your yeah. world these days man are you enjoying the you enjoying the the, the tc rambling chats man tc <laughs> it's been awesome seriously man and i'll be honest with you today yeah. is actually the best one man Okay. Because because 
because you touched on some things that's near and dear to my heart, man. When you talk about marriage and family yeah. and raising yeah. children, man, that is something that is really, really near and dear to my heart, man. You know, I've been married, you know, more than once. And so uh, I feel that this is God's opportunity. Well, God given me the opportunity to get some things straight that I failed to do in a sure. previous. Uh, yeah, man. So, uh, yeah. you know, I'm really, really serious about marriage and about family, man. I, I really, awesome. you know, one, one of the things I, I didn't put it on, I didn't type it in there, but I wanted to touch on something. And, and that is, you know, in a marriage, there are going to be some times when you have disagreements, right? Yeah. And so me, my wife and I, we don't call it arguments. We call it, we call it heated fellowship. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have some, there'll be times when you have some heated fellowship. Yeah. But the key to this is that when you do have heated fellowship, there should never be any hitting below the belt. Because right. when you say things or you hit below the belt, some people can't come back from some of the things that have been said to them. Yeah. And so, you know, in a relationship, man, it's just important, man, when you have that heated fellowship, because you're going to have that. Oh, yeah. Y'all need to know. That's a guarantee. Guaranteed. 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 Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, don't hit below the belt. The belt. Man. That's good, yes, man. Sir. Yes, sir. That's good. That's that respect game right there, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's that respect game. And I, and I think it's good that you bring that up because it is a part of it, y'all. You, you, you will not get in this thing unscathed. You will not get 30-plus years under your belt without some major, major heartaches. Yeah. I, I don't care yeah. what you say. I think it takes 10 years to even know who you married. That's me. Oh, yeah. It, it takes 10 great. years to even know who did I really, really, really marry. So that yeah. that five and out stuff, people dropping off, you ain't even been married. You, you, That's you right. Know, this, 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 this is a marathon for sure. It is. Yeah, man. It is. It's not a 100-yard dash at all, no, man. No, sir. No, sir. It is, it is actually a marathon, man. Marathon. I, I, totally, I, I totally agree with that, man. Couldn't agree more with that, man. So... Yeah. Good awesome, stuff. man. Today was just awesome, man. I just sat back, man, and I'm listening, and I'm like, TC is dropping nuggets today, man. Hey, you better rest the show. I was putting them up, putting, I was picking them up, putting them in my pocket too, man. Because, <laughs> you know, listen, stuff. man, I, I, I read a lot of books, and I listen to a lot of people because my wife and I, we do a lot of marriage. We call it coaching. So right, we right. do more premarital coaching too, as well. You know, that's what we do most. Um, because you know, when when as a pastor, when people want me to marry them, I always tell them, um, if you don't agree to premarital coaching, then I will not marry you. I don't right. marry a couple if they don't right. do it. You know, right. and, and not just start, but you have to finish it. And we have eight weeks of premarital coaching, TC, and what I've what I've started to do now, instead of doing it at the church, I invite people to my house. Wow. My wife and I, we, we serve them dinner, you know, mm. and after we serve them, then we sit down and we have premarital coaching, man. And it's just been a beautiful thing Real to take talk. people out of that church environment and yeah. bring them to the home, man. And, you know, yeah. it just makes people more relaxed and open up. So it's I love been great, that. man. I love that. Well, yeah. you know how I am about just keeping things real. So I, I know sure. the impact of just, you know, taking people out of that, that churchy element, you know, and I don't want people to get the wrong idea about, you know, when you hear me talk about, church um or or religion I, i'm not i'm not come i'm not opposed but i'm over that i'm I'm at a place in life that's bigger than that 
And I'm yeah. I'm really focusing on remaining spiritual. And 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 just like what you did there, when you bring someone out of that church environment into your home, that's a spiritual thing at that point. That's a that's right. a different level of relationship. That's friends, and it's it's without all of the stuff that goes along with the the whole foundation of that. So that that's just where I'm at in life. I think a lot of people have come to that place. And that's a testament mm -hmm. to the power of separating that. You know, there's a time and place for yeah. everything. So I, I love to hear that. Good oh, stuff. That's, that's I, I, I agree with that, man. I noticed, you know, a lot of young people, I know this may be a little bit off the subject that you've been on today, but I know a lot mm -hmm. of young people, man, have really stopped uh, participating in the organized religion. Yeah. Um, you know, my daughter, she's 26 years old and she loves the Lord. But as yeah. far as participating in organized religion, as far as going to a church, yeah, um, that's that's just not her thing, Matt, you know. And Matt, I don't knock her for it at all. Matt, 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 you know, I I, I can I I'll tell you that you know my wife and I have been talking about some things for a little while, but we need to get together because there are some things that I think can be done to work with where our young people are at. My, my daughters are all the same way. Um, and they've all found, they've found organized religion uh, and churches that are more accommodating than that traditional manner that we're, that we, we're coming from. And right. it, it, it tends to be the, 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 the flavor of the day that most of them mm -hmm. have absolutely migrated somewhere else. And so I think it's a conversation worth having on here. I, I touched on that last week or a couple of weeks ago when I talked about um, like religion versus your faith or whatever it was, but definitely mm -hmm. I want to, I want to have some more conversation with that. And I would love to get some 20 something year olds on here to talk to us. Right. And oh, share with us great. where they're at and what they think firsthand and, and what we should be doing if we want to have impact in their life. Versus what we yeah. think we should be doing. That's what it really yeah. what it's all about. That's that that's that counselor position that we're in right now as parents. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, my daughter asked me. My daughter just asked me this yesterday. She said, "Dad, have you ever thought about just having a a a church or service only geared towards young people, mm -hmm. ages eighteen to like 22, 23? Mm -hmm. Just just that age group. And I said, you know, well, I was a youth pastor at one time. She said, but I'm not talking about you being a youth pastor. Yeah. I'm talking about a location that would be for ages 18 to 23. And I said, but what about those whose parents, you know, bring them to church? They don't want they don't want to drop their kid off somewhere and then they go to another church. She said, you'd be surprised. She said, Daddy, I think large. She said, yeah. you need to come out of that box. Yeah. And I was like, it blew me away. I she mean, my, my 26 year old is counseling me, man. Yeah. You know, but hey, yeah. but she was hey, she is, man. And, hey, it, and not, it's just been on my head, man. She been not only is she on point, she all up in my wife's Kool-Aid. My wife done came up with a whole concept around that. You hear me? And I yeah. ain't gonna talk about it on here, but trust me when I tell you, we working on some stuff in that area. That is a major, major thing. And that child ain't the first one to talk about it. We've seen it for a long time and then raised kids who have basically come back and told us the same thing. But I guess yeah, my question yeah. is a whole lot of us ain't listening because I don't I don't see I don't see that jumping off in major. I see us doing what we normally do. And and oh, yeah. I just think that there is a time and place for everything. So I, I believe that there's a change on the horizon in that area. 
No yeah. doubt. Well, I tell you, I tell you what, TC. Well, look out, man, because down yeah. here in Frisco, Plano, yeah. Texas, it's yeah. about to jump off. Okay. We're gonna do it, man. Okay. We're gonna do it. Call me. I, <laughs> hey, trust me. Trust me. Listen, I heard yeah. you very loud and clear when you said my wife has a whole concept built around. Whole so concept. listen, I will be reaching out. Yeah. Whole concept baked, ready to go. Trust. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah, looking man. forward, man. Looking forward to it, man. Hey, hey, when are you coming back down this way, man? Um, I gotta figure out what my next road trip down to the Texas is. First of all, we probably just need to just off the records do something. I, I ain't gotta have no business down there. Let's circle okay. back on that one. You know, weather getting ready okay. to break here. We we'll come down okay. and hang out with y'all. Okay, that sounds good, man. But yeah, hey, man. in the meantime, I really appreciate you, man, for uh, a really, really good uh facebook live session today <laughs> it was awesome man it was awesome it was heavy it was yeah. some really really good conversation man some good info that you shared yeah. and uh rest assured man I, I learned a lot today and i'll definitely be implementing a lot of this into uh my marriage my family and just dealing with other married couples man real talk man yep yeah, i appreciate awesome. you man for sure well let's stay in touch man and definitely let's hook up and do something all right let's do it tc all right now man Take care. Peace. All right, peace. All right. Yes, sir. Let me see who else I got on here. I can bring in on my live chat here. <sighs> I see a few of y'all. Oh, I see. I see Ann out there. Let's see if Ann want to get on. Honey, we see Ann. You think Ann? Okay. Uh, Ann, can you come on and chat with us? Let me see. I think I just sent you a request. Adding Ann. This is one of our very dear friends, y'all, Ann Lamb. I'm going to see if she can connect. Ann, I can't help you because as technology savvy as I am, this old... What's up, That's what I'm talking about. How you doing? We're great, but I was struggling trying to figure out bringing people in on Facebook Live. I worked on all kinds of stuff, but this thing stopped me last week. I'm not a I just pressed the button and there you guys were. You know, you know what? what? It was just too simple. Yep. You see, see the And I'm so glad to see Connie online. Hey, Dad. Hey, Connie. <laughs> <laughs> you know she ain't trying to be. No, not at all. I see how cool she is over there making it short and sweet, right? <laughs> wow. right. It's really good stuff. I've been watching today and then uh, the last couple of sessions I missed, but I went back to the recording. Really, really powerful. Stuff. I appreciate Good it. stuff. Mm -hmm. well, I well, I appreciate, appreciate you, girl. You know, you know we, we take care, care about y'all and love, love having you back. You know, you know, you know we, we talk, talk about this all the time, time now. So, so. I'm, I'm, trying trying to, to, I'm trying to change, change the name, the name to, protect to protect the innocent. innocent. <laughs> you don't need names because everybody got. Everybody. This is good stuff.
open, open up, up the, the concept of just sharing and more importantly, hearing from other people and learning. Because the minute you stop doing that, it all goes bad. Keep it up. Oh, uh, good. Good deal. Tell my boy to get on here. I'd like to see you and hear from him from time to time. time. Okay, sounds good. Y'all have fun. Be safe. All right. All right. Talk, Talk to you. Thank you. Thanks now. Uh -huh. All right. Uh, yeah. We, 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 we out here in the streets, y'all. We out here in these streets. Creek. Look <laughs> <laughs> like y'all having a good time. I can find a way to hang up. You know how to turn it off. Girl, girl you, you, you know, know, I can't help you hang up. up. Oh, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to press the X button. Y'all have a good day. Okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm going to call this one a wrap. This has been um, hopefully uh, very educational for you guys. I love sharing. And uh, uh, more importantly, uh, I, I want to thank my beautiful driver, uh, counselor, coach, wife, buddy over here who has kept me safe and out of trouble from driving and holding the cell phone at the same time. So uh, thanks for hanging out with us today. Just a day in the life of uh, the castings as we uh, roll around working on casting stuff, you know, and uh, sharing with you guys that which I know and not what I think. All right. So uh, until next week, y'all stay safe, have fun, love hard, live hard, enjoy life till its fullest. Till it overflows. Do the good things two or three times. Do the bad things once. Just once. <laughs> and if it ain't good for you or good to you, don't do it. That's my motto. Alright. Okay, I'm going to let y'all go. And uh, again, I really appreciate everybody who joined. If you didn't join in time go back and look at the entire link share this link with your friends hopefully these are topics that touch the lives of many and feel free to inbox me if you've got other topics that you'd like to hear some conversation about love to hear from you and know uh, know what you're thinking okay all right so until next week y'all take care peace